is Ontario headed into a buyer's market? Recent data from the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board showed that the average price of a home increased by 3% month over month in September 2023. Home sales, however, declined by 12% month over month and 7.1% year over year. And new listings in September increased by 32% month over month and 44% year over year. This ratio of sales to new listings in September officially put Toronto in a buyer's market. Now, we're seeing the same thing happen locally in Peterborough. A lot of listings, but not a lot of buyer activity. Average price also rose in Peterborough in the month of September 2023, but it's not necessarily indicative of a rising real estate market. It's always important to pay attention to not only the average price, but also supply and demand metrics such as new listings, active listings, and number of sales. An increase in average price could just mean buyers preferred more expensive homes this month compared to last month. But buyers and sellers should base their market expectations on more than just this average price metric because it doesn't paint the full picture of the market. Now, both the Toronto Real Estate Board President Paul Barron and a bank economist at TD, Rishi Sandi, believe borrowing costs will remain elevated until mid-2024, at which point we will see bond yields and the Bank of Canada's policy interest rates start to decline. Now, they suspect that this should bring back demand to the market in that summer of 2024. Anecdotally, I'm definitely speaking to a lot of people who are hoping to wait until 2024, particularly in you know the spring and fall of 2024. So let's see if inventory continues to outpace demand over the next six months, and perhaps buyers will have even more to choose from next summer. The second article is in regards to Canada's booming population. According to the latest estimate, as of July 1st, the population of Canada has grown by 3%. This is the largest growth on record in terms of number of people, and it's tied with the largest percentage growth since the baby boom after World War II. Now, generally, population growth helps boost the economy. More people normally means more people working and more consumption of goods and services, but this doesn't seem to be the case in Canada. Stats Canada reported real GDP was flat in July and increased by just 0.1% in August. No growth is already bad, but when you adjust for population, it reveals that things are much worse. According to an economist at BMO, in per capita terms, Canada's GDP is now on track to be down more than 2% year over year in Q3, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that 2% decline is typically only seen during a recession. Now, BMO mentions that the long-term demographic benefits of this amount of population growth are great, especially if that population flows are concentrated in much needed skilled areas of the job market, such as healthcare or the trades. However, the rate of that population flow matters because we're unable to keep up with the demand for housing, healthcare services, and other necessary infrastructure. So recession aside, how does population affect housing? Well, in Canada, we generally need housing at least six months of the year during those winter months. So individuals will either rent or buy real estate to stay housed. This could put upward pressure on demand, and we are certainly seeing it in the rental market. More than half of the growth 
of this population was due to non-permanent residents and many of them on study permits. These individuals need a place to live during their studies and most of the time they will opt for residence if available at their school or they'll turn to rental housing. This puts upward pressure on the rental market, driving rents up because there isn't enough supply to meet the demand for these products. I'm sure you've seen it. Rental growth has just been enormous, growing at over 9% year over year in the month of August in Canada. And I do believe that this trend should continue unless we either reduce demand or increase the supply of these rental units. Now, in the good news department, there was a recent article released about the Canadian federal government. What they did last week was they unlocked another $20 billion in low-cost financing for the construction of rental housing. So there's a program called the Canada Mortgage Bonds Program. And essentially, this program allows developers to access loans at an interest rate that is one to two percentage points lower than a conventional mortgage. Now, it used to have an annual limit of $40 billion, but Christia Freeland announced last week that they will be increasing that limit to $60 billion and that the additional funds will be aimed at increasing rental construction, which includes apartment buildings, student housing, and senior residences, all housing types that we are going to desperately need, not only in 2023, but also looking towards the future. Now, they mentioned that the new funding will boost rental construction by 30,000 units annually by providing more low-cost financing for developers that are looking to develop those styles of rental housing. Now, as I mentioned last episode, the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation, or CMHC, estimates that the country needs to build an additional 3.5 million homes by 2030 to restore affordability. That is about 500,000 homes per year. And for reference, the annual rate of housing starts in August came in at around 250,000 units. So 250,000 units that have been started and we're lacking 250,000 units if we want to meet our annual target of 500,000 homes per year to restore affordability by 2030, according to CMHC. However, this policy is definitely a step in the right direction. So let's see if it moves the needle and we start to see more rental projects being approved for construction and we start to see more of these housing styles out there in the market. Well, that's all for me, folks. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Canadian Real Estate News. I'm your host, Alex Blencarn, and until next time, take care.